This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Huge smile on my face right now, guys. Yeah, you know why, man. I'm just, I'm just smiling away right now, guys. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank everybody for joining us. This is the Lemon City Live podcast, episode 231 now. Man, it keeps growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for coming in stopping by. We're joined today by the wonderfully talented and super Miami-connected Kelly Blanco from NBC6. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for a bit. Uh Let's just go around real quick here, making his 231st episode in a row. This way over here, the number one fungus right there, Gus. Has never missed a show, Kelly. All of us have, but he's never missed a show. Yep. Friends, yeah. Big deal. You know? <laughs> and uh, Denard, uh, and uh, coming back here, TD, for his usual Tuesday with his Magic City mm-hmm. Highlight uh, sweatshirt. That's really nice, bro. I got to get me one of those. That is, bro. We don't have enough Magic City highlight swag. We got our, we got our own merch right now, guys. We got our own, man. So, so we can make our own hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> we got some sweat, sweats, some sweet stuff there. Um, I'm your boy Larry Fresh, and thank you guys again for joining us. Stick around. Um, I know there's a big debate at nine o'clock. We uh, we don't want to take anyone away from that. I think it's an important thing that everybody should watch. So go out there, uh, vote. <laughs> there you go. Make sure you 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 do your part, your civic duties. Yep. But again, welcome to uh, Lemon City Live. Gus, tell everybody who makes this possible. Guys, Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Highlight. Magic City's 2020 season started May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed to the public, but you'll be able to watch all the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight channel. If you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. The Highlight Channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league like Tanar Davis. Go to YouTube.com slash Highlight Channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel. It's free to subscribe and you'll never miss a moment of the action. Man, was- I've played before. What? What? Oh. I when? did before for a story. You play. You play yeah. highlight before. I want. No, I don't play. I played. Oh. I tried okay. to do that. So which front, which front on? So since we start, so we usually start a conversation with highlight talk. So you just you made yeah. it easy for it right now. So tell us, tell us what front on you uh, learn how to play highlight at. I have no idea. I don't even know how I was assigned for that story. I just know that I was going to be eating. I was going to be having ice cream at Jackson's with a with like a race car driver after. So they're like, okay, well, since you have that going on, do you mind going to the highlight and doing like the press junket? And I was like, yeah, no, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got there and I was like, not prepared. But like all the guys were really cool. You guys are so talented, you know, really passionate. And I just wish we had like more fans, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that. So what was the most difficult part about 
learning how to play high life. Not getting a wedgie. <laughs> no. That was not what I was expecting from you. <laughs> I, I, was like, like, I was just wearing these like uh pants and like a what do you call it? Like a like this, like a like a one piece. Yeah, like a one piece. Every time I did the thing, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, like awkward. And <laughs> try to be cool. Right but I, it went, it it went far, like at least once, which is all you need for the camera. So that's true. So that's you, true. Can edit, you can edit the rest out to make yourself like a professional player, correct? No, yeah. I just needed that one. I just needed that one take. <laughs> uh, nice, like Jay Z. So, 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 all right. Learn how to play high. You see how difficult it was, you know, because you put the thingy on your hand that's really called a sesta, and trying to manipulate that thing to try to get it to the front wall to come back uh, to beat your opponent. So I just asked you what was the most difficult part. Let me ask you this question: in, What was your favorite part about the sport? Um, whoever was teaching me it was kind of like he was kind of cute. Oh, okay, now. Okay, like, okay, okay. Do this, but it felt like that. What do you call the thing? What do you the, call it? It's called, it's, it's called a cesta. Okay, so the the cesta, it was like I gotta imagine it's like you know when like your dog you let like his nails grow out and he's like awkward because like yes, it, felt weird. Yes. Like, it, felt, yes. it didn't. Yeah. It didn't, and my hand, I'm a very like petite girl. Yeah. So it was tough. It was half my body. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, I'm assuming you probably. I'm assuming you probably went to Dania, Dania or, or Miami Casino, uh, to teach you how to play highlight. But no, yeah, you taught her how did. to play highlight, TD. The casino. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're more than welcome because I had Willie McGinnis and I had uh, NFL Network come to the casino, and I taught Willie McGinnis and uh, James Jones how to play highlight, and they they got a. A lot of learning that day, and they actually respect it and wanted to know more about the sport after that. So, do we have like a female team? Uh, not right, not this one, but you could be the person that started that up, though, if you want to try. I'm gonna pass, but <laughs> okay, cool. In quarantine, I've been trying to like get my golf game flowing. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's that's something I've been wanting to pick up too. I have a driver, I have a putter, and I have a nine iron. That's all I have. So I, that's all I play. That's all I play with. And okay. then so, I'm gonna try to take up tennis too. So. Okay. Wow. All right. So I multi, see. multi talented, huh? Yeah. Well, baby steps. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. people when I'm ready to like start a team. Okay. I actually wait. I just realized I have a driver. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. I have a driver go. and like some hybrid and that's it. I just like going to the driving range. That's kind of my thing if I can. Feel pretty good out there crushing it every once in a while. So you don't like actually like play? I've done nine holes like twice. I got a real par one time. That was pretty good. But other than that, I was awful. Uh, just I kept the ball that I got the par in. That's my little trophy ball. <laughs> I got it separated there. I was like, hey, that's kind of a big deal. Did one good thing. I'll uh, I'll keep that as a memory. But Yo, yeah, talk golf, off, bro. Talk I off. won't ask you. I won't ask you your handicap then. Oh, I, uh, I don't know. What it is. I'm sure it's hard. I'm horrible. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Golf is really underrated now. Tennis. That was a, a sport I actually grew up in. Uh, grew up playing. I, I love tennis. That's probably one of my favorite like sports to play. But it's always hard to find somebody who's like at that same level as you. Sure. Because when you're playing with somebody who's like still beginning, it's kind of like, all right. And then somebody who's really good, it's like, oh man, it's, it's, it's super intimidating. But when you right. find that, that good match, oh, it's the best. So, 
Yeah. Probably you're equal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, look, Dan is five minutes in and already two answers I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. She, she uh, changed it up on us. Yep. Uh, so, oh, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, if you're watching, uh, for those of you watching, ask questions, uh, fill up the chat there. Uh, if you got anything for, for Kelly, for us, for anything like that, just keep it going. Um, now, so you've done the highlight thing. You've obviously, you're, you're, Gus and I were talking about it. And I guess Gus can explain it a little better. He says that you are the Miami. Uh, what was oh, I, I, said, I said, you're like the host of Miami. When there you think you. of all the cool shit that involves Miami, that's all the stuff that you cover. Like all the things that you put out there in your social media, you know, the different restaurants or all the little events and stuff like that. You're like the hostess of Miami. You're like, that's what you are. That's very nice of you to say. I do have a really fun job. I don't, yeah. even though I'm part of a news team, I don't talk about the doom and gloom, yes. which is so nice. And, you know, I was, I've was i been with NBC for, I'm going almost on eight years, which is wild. They took all my 20s away from me. I'm just kidding. But um, it's been really nice because when I got hired, I was like, no, I'm not going to be that serious person so like if you want to hire me and you know my personality and you want to take a shot at me I'm cool but I'm not going to be doing like the serious hardcore I don't want to do the hardcore news I don't want to talk to the mom that just lost her song and bring her back home and be her suit you know like yeah. so um it's been great I've just in quarantine alone I've done so many cool interviews I'm not sure if you know who the D9 is the DJ Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's yeah. like all over the place, and, and um, I got to interview him. He was like the first time that I left my my house to see humans was to go interview him, and that was like so cool because a lot of people um, were going into club quarantine during COVID to just like listen to him DJ, and they all would say like, "Oh, I feel like I belong here." I, you know, some people were dealing with depression and anxiety. And they would say that his music helped them out, helped them out. So um, it was that was a really cool interview. And I interviewed um, the singing surgeon, and he. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, um, Elvis Francois, and we've seen him at NASCAR. We've seen him at NFL games. You know, at so many different things, and and that was cool too. So yeah, I get to eat. I get to do fun things. I get to you know act a fool and try to play sports that I don't know how to play. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, that's a sweet All perk right. right there for real. Now, Kelly, are you originally from Miami or? Yeah, so I was born in Colombia. Okay. Um, that's where my parents are from. My dad's from Barranquilla. My mom's from Bogota, uh, and they wanted me to be born in Colombia so that my grandparents could meet me. And then we came back when I was nine months old, and I've been here. Um, Ever since I never left, like for work, you know, a lot of people in this industry kind of have to go and come back. And um, I was raised in between like Miami Lakes and Miramar and then was in Broward. And the station is in Miramar. So I would drive just looking at the station and being like, oh, that's a gate that I'd like to go through one day. And so uh, now I'm there and it's pretty cool. So I've never left. And uh, all my best friends have left me. Um, (laughs) we were the big three and now i'm by myself um uh yeah so i'm 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 from here i wasn't born in america but i came nine months old you're you're, as they say miami is you know what i mean so yeah for real (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, that's cool. I'm actually my my mom's side of my family was from Medellin, so I've been out to Colombia a few times. It's wonderful. I've never been out to the coast or Bogota or any of that stuff, so that's Very nice cool. on the on the trip there. But that's really cool. So you've got your you you're you're from here. You drove by your future uh, employer for for the longest time growing up, and now you're there, and here you are. You know, keeping people with um, during this quarantine time, like we've been talking about, because we've been saying it for we used to do our show. Um, to give you a little background, we used to do our show in person. The three of us would get together and it was strictly audio. So yeah. we would always, you know, it was a thing where weekly we'd get together. We would record our podcast. Um, we treated it like a live show, but it was recorded and we kept everything raw and, and real. Now, Gus and I work together, so I've been able to see Gus, but we haven't seen TD in person since March. You know, and it's weird because we for years, for a couple of years, we were seeing each other weekly Mm-hmm. And when this all started, everybody, you know, we uh, first we were working from home, then we went to work and quarantines treated everybody differently. And we found this um, apparatus here that we use uh, to yeah. do our, our, our show now and, and see each other's face. But it, it's like you said, you were, this quarantine thing treats people differently. Um, it's it's people looking for a way to get out of it. There's some people that still haven't seen anybody that are still locked up, you know, and. You're yeah. getting to do something like what you're doing on NBC Six and interviewing DJs and showing them, and like that part of it of it is is really really cool. That was my only interview that I've had interaction. Everything else has been Zoom since March. So I've had yeah. one interview, like face to face, six feet apart. Everything mm. else has been Zoom since you know we went until into lockdown so it's been i haven't been at the station since the second week of march wow. so you haven't been you haven't been back at the station at all wow i've not been back at the station at all if i turned my camera around you would see like my all my lights all my yeah, work they came and set it up for you. Yeah. yeah 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 and it's so simple too just like you guys figured out how to do this mm-hmm. stream yeah. yard um i just press live and then they take us when it's our time to go live and my schedule is usually um the afternoon a nine to five and i when i started at nbc i started in the mornings and now i'm back mornings because all our we added newscasts we moved people around so like 8 16 that's like bedtime you know because i usually wake up at like 4 a.m so today i'm like i'm gonna be hanging with the boys so i'm gonna take a nap so <laughs> i split my i split my sleep up um but yeah, I haven't been to the station since March. All right. So since you're staying at home, I'm sure you've had time to explore, you know, all the different food options around you, right? So since you're a big foodie, right? You're that's like I eat that's so like, much. that's why I say on your social media page, you are a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> I love food. Cheese, my dog's name is Bree. You, know, <laughs> you know how like women think like, oh, I'm gonna name like my first daughter and my son this I think of like dog names like I'm like oh if I, if I ever have like a, a bulldog I'm gonna name him Duda like a golden retriever I'm gonna name him Cheddar like that's what I think about um I have so like my two like core group of friends would be like my best friends like MJ Acosta, Joy Taylor, my girlfriend Jordana, my girlfriend Denise, and then I have my other friends, which are like my best friends as well, but they're like the foodies. So they're like the editor and cheaper eater, um, the timeout Miami uh, girl, which is her name is Virginia. So like our conversations are always like either this or that. And <laughs> on, you know, restaurants are opening back up. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. I do have to tell you in the beginning of quarantine, I deleted my Uber Eats and my Postmates. Whoa. Like, I why? deleted it. You know why? I was ordering three meals at a time. Oh, <laughs> and just okay. being like, I'll figure it out. I'll eat. I'll, I'll just eat like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then I'll put it away for, <laughs> for the next day or for dinner. And then I would end up eating the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 We are, we're all guilty of that. We're I can all relate. Of that. Um, yeah, I can relate. I'm like, am I depressed? Like, <laughs> no. Am I okay? No. Why am no. I? I like stress eating. I just love food. And so as restaurants have opened back up little by little, and you know, there's outdoor dining. So I did that a couple of times and I did feel safe. And now there's like indoor dining. And so on Friday, you guys know what a bang bang is? Don't answer that. Um, A bang bang is two restaurants back to back. Oh. Yeah. TD, get your head out of the gutter. That's why I said don't answer it. Um, I don't know. There was a comedian who got in trouble who like started that term um, of bang bang. He would go to two places and eat two full meals. And so on Friday, <laughs> I went to this place called Mila um, on Lincoln Road. And then right after, we went to 27 at the Broken Shaker okay. and had two full meals. Oh, like, wow. No that sounds like a and, great night. And yeah. you're, one those, you're one of those lucky girls that can eat whatever you want and not gain one ounce of a pound. And, and you talk about your merry life around Miami, Florida, <laughs> and say, oh, I'm so fat, oh, so this, and go eat a whole bang bang somewhere nah. else. So you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like one day I'm going like to wake up and it's going to be like Shallow Hal, Dr. Doolittle. It's all going to catch up to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened to me like in 2010. Um, <laughs> 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 it's been long gone. Those days of being able to do, I, I probably could have done like a bang bang or like uh, like Evan over here says, you're not supposed to order three meals at a time. Yeah, I probably back in the day would have done something like that. But yeah, yeah I'm definitely enjoy it. Hey, you got it. You can go out there. I and love it. eating. I love, you know, sharing meals with people. I love talking about food. I love going out like when we were traveling. I am known to like just pick a place, Austin, New Orleans, and we would meet all the girls would meet there and we would just like have like seven meals and then we'd go back home. <laughs> I like My, seven New meals. Orleans food is fire. The the best food in the world. Hands like, down. Dad and food. What? Yeah, so you good. can't beat that. Love I it. went to New Orleans and I probably ate at six restaurants in three days. That's yep. how bad yeah. it is, bro. It's really yep. that bad. Yeah. yeah, Kelly, let me ask you. you. You talked about how COVID has affected, you know, how you do your job and everything like that. Um, talk, I want you to tell me about how it was before. Like when you were out in the field, sometimes you, you, got, to cover, you got to cover some sports stuff, right? Like I remember I was covering the Celebrity Flag Football Tournament during uh, NFL week, when the Super Bowl week, I'm sorry, when the Super Bowl was here. It was at FIU. And you were there. I saw you. You were running. Uh, I guess. I guess you got. I guess you got what you came for, and you were running to your next event or something. I have no idea. But I was like, hey, that's Kelly Blanco. Right. That's right. <laughs> anyway. I did, I did 
cover that. And I had a red carpet after at the SLS. Mm -hmm. That day, oh. I don't even know how we survived Super Bowl. But I'm glad we did because it was like the last sign of, you know. Human mm -hmm. contact, yeah. It's right. so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was BC yeah. before Corona. But mm -hmm. I actually, uh, one of my first jobs was at QAM. Like at WQAM oh, as yeah, a sports, yeah. as like the weekend sports anchor. And nice. I did it for probably like maybe like five or six months. And you know, like the radio stations, like old and dirty and stinks. And I was doing, I was just like doing the the sports updates by myself on the weekends. And it was like so boring to me because I'm a fan, but I don't want to talk about it really. You know, like MJ and Joy, like they will talk about it until they turn blue in the face. And that's their job. Yeah. I I just want to be a fan. I just want to be a fan. I just want to watch. I just want to be superstitious. If someone loses and they're sitting on that side of the couch and that's where you're staying for the rest of, you know, this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, but I remember it was March Madness and I was like, I can't deal with like all these games going on at the same time. <laughs> what is all this? And I was already doing freelance um, entertainment. So it was a matter of just like, working at a radio station like, where I was like by myself, like on a full Saturday making, I don't even know what they were paying at that time, like 12 bucks an hour or continuing to do freelance and, you know, being able to cover red carpets on that Saturday or on that Friday. And so after March Madness, I was like, yeah, no, I gotta go. <laughs> and, Deuces. And then, yeah. And then I did freelance for a little bit longer and then uh, NBC hired me. So I have a little bit of a sports background. Um, yeah. So whenever we do have certain events, um, we were looking for our like our sports anchor for a minute there. So like I would put, you know, I would I would help out and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun. What's I, been like? Your, what stands out to you as far as what you've covered here in Miami, sports wise? What events have you done that stand out to you? It doesn't have to be like a game or anything, but like maybe you were at a Zoe Summer Groove or something like that. I don't know. It could be whatever. I love I love when I cover like Irie's events, like all the, the charity oh, golf yeah. tournaments. It's always been so fun for me. Um, but what year was it? The, what was the year that we played? What year was the Super Bowl here? Like two Before? Super Bowls. Yeah, like 2009 or 2007 because I was in the 2007 year where the Colts played the yeah. Bears and then Colts played the uh, New Orleans Saints. The one when Prince performed. New, uh, I was there. Uh, so that's 2007. Tenard won that Super Bowl actually. Yeah, he was on the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 2007, I was like a little green bird, like fresh. Like I was just like, I just want to be like on camera and talk. It's all I'm good at, eating, talking, just let me do it. And so um, I was doing like a like an internship um, and the guy had applied to be like a General Motors host for the Super Bowl. And they already had all the guys, but I was in his clip and the lady was like, who's the girl? And so I got picked to be a General Motors like correspondent. And that was epic because you remember TRL? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're talking about my Damien Fahey was one of the guys. Like, and he was one of the main TRL guys. And he was like the General Motors 
um, it was called like I Got Shotgun. Anyway, so I got to cover, you know, they were doing the flag football stuff, but it was like really cool back then. Like the yeah. direct TV one, it was like all the celebrities. Wow. And then they, would, they did like a like a little like race car thing. Mm-hmm. And at that event, um, I interviewed like Nick Lachey and just so many, so many people. But I met a producer who I ended up having an audition with two weeks later for the Oscars. And then a month later, I was covering like the Oscars. Whoa. That was huge. But I remember like going to the audition. He's like, oh, do it in Spanish. And he's like, you told me you speak Spanish. And I'm like, I do. And he's like, not very well. And I I was like, all right, let me do it in Spanglish. And he's like, Uh I'll show my boss that. And he showed the Spanglish one to his boss. And, you know, it makes sense because a lot of these actors don't speak Spanish. So I can, you know, say... I, I'm fluent, but I can't be like on my feet, like live. Like I am, yes. I can probably do it now. And so that was such a huge opportunity for me, you know? Because mm-hmm. I got to interview through them. Like my first interview ever, my first press junket was Halle Berry. And I thought that was like so cool. And Jerry Seinfeld um, were like my first two interviews. So that's like my Miami sports moment covering, you know, the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And I got to go to the Super Bowl. I didn't know. I was just like, I'm just here interviewing. And then <laughs> I was like, okay, bye, everyone. It's raining. Have a great time. And they're like, you have tickets. And I was like, I have tickets. <laughs> um, so I think that was really cool. And that was, I was so young. And that was, I like just took a leap of faith and like started talking to different people and, you know, introducing myself. Um and that kind of set the mood for my career, you know? That's so amazing. That's my, favorite, that's my favorite moment. And then as far as, like, anything recently, um, I'm trying to think of what's been, like, a cool sports moment. Um, well, you, never, were, uh, you were on the screen at the Heat game recently. I, that was for fun. But that, honestly, I am so impressed with i like wrote to everybody that deals with like social media and like being yeah. presentation and i was like you guys did awesome because as a fan it it hurts so bad to be in the playoffs and not be able to like have access to our team you know yeah. and so I want. I would watch the games, and I'd be like, "That's really funny how they have like the people on the screen. Like, oh look, little Wayne just popped up, and like whatever. <laughs> like, that's funny. This person's sleeping. This one's showing their dog. And um, we would go to games all the time with Joy and with MJ, and it would just be like so much fun. It would. It would be great. And so I was like, you know, it'd be cool. Let's just do the the in game bubble, you know, thing. And she was. Yeah. They were. Like, yeah, that would be cool. And so we we got in, and it was a lot of fun. They have like, they actually have like entertainment. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like, whenever there's a commercial or like, whatever, there's a timeout. Like, they'll someone will say something, M Dot will pop up, Dale will pop up, and everybody has there's different sections. Yeah. So yeah. Different like posts and. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if it was you or MJ posted in your story, like what the room looks like on your computer screen. And I saw that um, uh, Olaf, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Josh. Yeah. Josh, yeah, he was there. That's pretty cool. He, he was. Yeah. He's from here, right? He's from Broward. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, from, he's from here. And I, Iris down here was in your virtual room as well. She wants to be part of your foodie clique. 
Well, <laughs> we were in the same virtual room. Hi, friend. That's cool. That's cool. Um, you don't, we weren't like sitting together. At one point, me and Joy were like sitting next to each other. And yeah. someone was like, are you guys having a conversation? Because we were, they saw us on mm -hmm. TV all, like laughing at the same time at like, we weren't supposed to be laughing. And it was because we had a Zoom with the girls and we were like talking, watching the game in the room. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot. There was a lot going on. And that night I slept like two hours. But luckily Ooh. my commute from the bedroom to the living room is just, you know. Yeah. A couple seconds. <laughs> I've ran into walls before, but we're good. Uh, Kelly, I actually want to ask you. Okay, so uh, MJ is a, a good friend of the show. She's been on a few times with us already. Um, yeah. Even when we were just audio, uh, she's awesome. We're, we've uh, she's uh, she's an honorary uh, le lemonhead, like we like to call it over here. Mm -hmm. But um, we also we're sports fans as well. We're Miami people. We listen to Joy on local radio for all the years that she was here. So we have, you know, we, we know of her and we know, you know, what a great uh, personality she is. But for you, that you're not the sports girl, like you say, but they are, and you're hanging out with them. Like, does it ever get heated? Or is there is there ever any, like, real sports comp? Because Gus and I sometimes, like today at work, oh, we, we were okay. going at each other today. We were really getting into it over, like, the most random, trivial thing. I don't want to get into the details <laughs> of it. But like, it, so I'm just curious, does that also happen in other circles, like with you? Like, or did you, do they ever get too heated into anything sports no. where you're like, yo, girl, tone it no. down? No, on our group chat, it's, um, it's five of us. And one of the girls like knows nothing about sports and she'll be like, oh, I guess it's, you know, it's the Heat and the Lakers. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about this all day. And so, um. And then Denise, she's she works at Channel Ten, and she knows sports. She likes sports. She follows sports, and she's from here. But never have we ever kind of disagreed on anything. To be okay. honest, like sports or really anything. So whenever we talk sports, it's just like for the it's the love of sports. And then I'm sure like they'll probably talk on the side about like work work stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as like when we're together or we just took a trip to the Keys for like a week, like a little weekend getaway and we talked about sports. It was just, it's not like you guys, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because, you know, with Joy being on, on, on with uh, working with Colin and mm -hmm. obviously MJ now hosting a huge NFL Network show that we're really, you know, happy for. I just, mm -hmm. I was wondering, I'm like, man, I wonder if their dynamic is anything like, you know, what Gus and I have because Gus is actually, um, as long as we've been doing this, Gus has always been the one who's least into sports. He's always like, oh, I, if I'm, I'm the sports nerd. I'm the idiot guy who just knows too much random stuff. Um, I don't let it dominate my life like some other people. But I, when it comes to our dynamic here. Edwin I'm, is a historian. Yes. And Gus is always like, oh, I forgot that guy's name. What's the yeah. one? He's horrible with names. He's horrible with those things. So sometimes, you know, every group has their own dynamic. But them being, you know, some some badass women in sports right now. I was wondering if it carries over to, to your guys' personal life. That's interesting, though, how it's uh it's a little different there. Oh, we got TD back. Oh. I'm there. so sorry, man. My yeah, no, not, not at all. But, like, we're all on, we're all on the same team, right? Are you guys arguing? Are you going to argue because you have different teams? Oh, no. Today, uh, we were arguing about a guy's foot position when he threw a football. That's exactly <laughs> what we were arguing about. So yeah. 
it's not yeah. even worthy of mentioning or, or like, it's really just like, why were we arguing about that? And but honestly, no. it's one of the most heated discussions we've ever had. I don't know how it got to that point. <laughs> I thought he was going to throw something. We're like a married couple. Yeah, we've, oh. You know, we've been together so long. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, talk, we're talking, y'all guys talking about the dysfunctionist of our family? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're giving an example that we had earlier today, but yeah, I mean, that's just that's just how it is. But no, we're the the three of us here, we're definitely we're all homers. We are all we all cheer for the home team. Tomorrow, uh before we let you go, I know we're winding down here with Kelly and again, big thank you Kelly for joining us, Kelly Blanco from NBC6 for making the time to join us today. Um but tomorrow is a big we're on the eve of a very big sports day for Miami. You got the NBA Finals starting, and you also have the Marlins. The Marlins. We can't forget about yeah. the Marlins. No, no, not at all. We, we I got not. a lot. Baseball is actually my first love, so I definitely and the Marlins are 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 a big big part of that. Um, so tomorrow, it's it's their first uh, playoff game in what seventeen years that they since they made it into the yes. playoffs. Big deal. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff going Since on. Two thousand three. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It's been so long. So um, and we can't be there for either of these. For nothing. It's horrible. For it's it's a really strange uh, time that we're in right now. But where where are your sensibilities when it comes to the yeah. local team? Actually, are, are you... are, are... Go ahead, Gus. What did you say, Gus? I was gonna say our producer Dennis, our producer Dennis that you met earlier. He gets to cover Marlins games because he's a photographer. He's a really great photographer, actually. So. At least he gets to at least he gets to experience that this season during yeah. COVID. He did yeah. say he was like behind. Is he like behind you? Yeah, huh? right, right, right behind these. Uh, behind these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's hiding. He's hiding behind us. But yeah, I mean, and we all we all got we all cheer for our different seasons. I was wondering, are you a full time, a full uh, all out Miami homer as well, or do you have any particular rooting interest outside of the? No, I think we need to give Pat Riley another championship. Like he deserves oh, it. The man deserves it. He's he's such a stud, man. Seventy-five years old. Are you kidding me? Oh, he's a silver Ooh. fox. Smooth. Smooth <laughs> criminal. That, that that man, man. He is. Yeah. You know what's my favorite part of um, when the Heat won uh, the Eastern Conference Finals and they were doing the trophy presentation? My favorite favorite part of it was when Spolstra looked up and said, the, and and called him by the Godfather. Like that's. Yes. And his face, he was like, he he is the godfather. His face was like so stoic and so like, we got this. You know, like, That's, 75 years old. And the fact that he's seen like a champion. What is it? He's seen a championship in like every decade for the last like 70s. years. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. What? Um, I'm, I will be, you know, I'll get out of work. I'll get out of work in my house. <laughs> Um, around like twelve thirty, I'll have lunch. I'll maybe take a nap, and then and then it's gonna be, and then I'm all in. All right. So you want to give us your official uh, finals prediction? Oh my gosh, uh, Heat in five. Ooh, yeah, gentlemen sweep like with the monocle and everything. I like it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. See, I go Heat in three. I, I'm, I'm we're, we're <laughs> the game really. I've been saying it all playoffs, and I'm yeah, man, mercy, mercy rule. I've been I've been saying it all playoffs and it's been working, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna change my right, yeah, we gotta fix it. I like it. I'll, I'll take it. We're not super thick. As long as we win, mm-hmm. yes. I don't care. Um I the pots and pans thing, that's gonna be that's a little nerve-wracking right now for me. <laughs> but that's 
God, that's so Miami. I'm... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't yeah. happen anywhere else in the country, right? Nope. Huh? No. Huh? That no. And that's, that's why I... No, no, I love, I love the fact that people go to mm-hmm. 49th Street and wherever else everybody's going. But the other day when I saw that on the news, I got anxious because I'm like, you guys are too close. And yeah, that I agree. Oh. And why don't <laughs> yeah. we just wait until we won the whole thing? I thought that's what, isn't it? Wasn't it when we like? That's what win? you do when you win a championship. Yeah. 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 We're, we prematurely are celebrating right now. I think they were just like any reason to bring out that cazuela because I've been at home cooking with it for the last six months. So I'm gonna go hit it on the street. Yeah, like, this is not like we let's just wait. Let's just wait. But yeah. um, every time you hit it, it smells like sazon. <laughs> <laughs> so frito. Yeah, I think it's just you know the I think it's just the product of being locked up for so long. So many people were just you know mm-hmm. ready to jump at the first uh, at the first excuse. But I think so too. Eastern champs, let's go! Like. Yes. You gotta wait until we take it all home. But you know, <laughs> but we did have like a legendary sports weekend. You know, not only did the Dolphins win on prime time, the Canes beat the shit out of FSU. Like the most points anybody has ever scored in that rivalry. That was amazing. Tonight yeah. is a former uh, University of Miami. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and then the Heat win the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, come on, yeah. that's oh, it's good. Epic. Epic. It definitely is is the glass half full. For all of us, sports yes. obviously brings everybody together, and the fact that all our teams are kicking butt, mm-hmm. the icing—it's good. It's good for it's good for the state of Florida, baby. Yeah, good for our souls. So hopefully we'll be uh, maybe hopefully we'll be all hanging out on 49th Street and banging some pots and pans with a real reason to celebrate yeah. here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if the heat wins, yes, yeah. yes, like, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, I want to thank you so much again for for sharing your time with us. We really appreciate it. You're wonderful. Best of luck to you. Um, stay safe out there and continue to do what you do. Bring joy to everybody. Deliver all that good stuff, and uh, we'll be we'll be watching and and cheering for you. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Anytime. Bye. Take care. Bye. There you go. So, hey, big thank you to to Kelly. Um, She was pretty. She was pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. She's awesome, man. Yeah, man. She has a great personality, man. She's cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Makes everything. It's a lot easier uh, to talk to someone when they enjoy talking and and really. uh, And also, she has a fucking cool job, man. She she like she said. She's like she's like yo, hold up. I'm not doing any doom and gloom. I'm just yeah. doing the fun stuff. Like, bro, that's awesome. You know, like, I, I, I want to get to a point in my life where I want like, yeah. her top three. I want her top three places she wanted to eat at, man. I want, I want, you know, I wanted to ask a question, but my internet started to like, go for a jazzle on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll ask her next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, I just got a, a message from Dennis. Dennis, thank you, bro. Um, I, but big shout out to our producer, Dennis, behind the scenes, making stuff happen. He's got to run right now, but thank you, bro. I don't think he's listening to me because he has his headphones off. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, thumbs up. There you go, Dennis. Be good, bro. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we got a, a little bit left here before the debate. We got mm-hmm. time, so let's get into into a little some talking points here. If you guys are are still in the chat, tell us what you thought about Kelly. Um, tell us what you uh, what you're looking forward to tomorrow. Give us some give us some NBA Finals predictions. The next time that we'll be on will be Friday, so we'll already be rolling into Game Two. Of the yep. final, so give us some mm-hmm. heat predictions if you got them. I mean, there's only one right answer. It's heat in three. We're gonna keep that going. I'm not gonna change exactly. that. <laughs> um, but God, let's 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 talk a little bit about the weekend, man. Like it was. 
we got to talk Canes. I got to I got to give it up. I know I give TD a hard time about FIU. It was a hard season for for the Hurricanes last season, but TD, bro, this has got how how good did Saturday feel for you as a Hurricane, knowing what the school means to you, what you've put into that school, what that school gave you, and how much you hate those Seminoles, um, that rivalry. What did it mean to you uh, Saturday and, and just seeing that scoreline in that game and that domination? Man, so when we talked to Victor on last Tuesday, and yeah. I, said it, I said it, I said, we have to make a statement. We have to make a statement while we're coming off of COVID. Everybody's in the, starting the same time in the ACC. And we needed to make a statement that that loss against Georgia could let them stick around and give them an identity of like, okay, you can still play with the Canes. So that means we have a chance of at least getting back into the hunt ACC championship. We didn't let that happen. We put our foot on their throat from quarter one to quarter four. And all yeah. three phases did exactly what they were supposed to do. You know, uh, uh, look, the quarterback position right now is, is all-time high at Michigan, Miami. All-time high. And we got to keep rolling with this kid. If we get to the point of him being extremely confident, mm-hmm. him getting putting up stats, him understanding the offense, going into Clemson, I, I really, I really, really have the confidence. I really believe that we have a chance to fight for the ACC championship. We're ra- we're ranked number uh, eight, if I'm not mistaken, right now, in, so. in the AP polls. So, so right now we're in the prime prime position to win out and put ourselves in the top four going into the playoffs starting in November or in November. So, you know, I wasn't I, to be honest, I wasn't surprised on the Florida State. Florida State right now is at the worst point in their school history, man. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. Yeah. Literally, the coach couldn't even show up for the game. Yeah. And yeah. their their team is in shambles. You know, so as a university, like our, as our university, as as teams that are going to play in that division, you got to keep your foot on, the, on your throat over like a team like Florida State. Because if you get them any kind of air, you know, they can start a fire and then they can yeah. probably get on a roll. And I think so, too, man. I agree. I was I was impressed. You know, we talked with Victor, which, by the way, big shout out to Victor, man. I know he must have been like super oh, yeah. ecstatic on on Saturday, being at the game and everything. Of course. Um, also, if you're if you want to read the recap, we had Gabe was out there at the game covering it for us up in the press box. So, if you missed any of the action, check out his piece um, on LemonCityLive.com. But yeah, dude, it was like Victor said he he was out there. He was very assertive with his belief on what was going to happen Saturday. I didn't think it would be this bad, bro. Like that hat when when the, when it came to halftime, I was like, "Wait, is that the final score?" No, there's still another half of football. Like, bro, yeah, dude, I've never seen a beatdown like this. I mean, we didn't we beat dropped you a fifty at burger. Drop yeah, fifty burger, bro. Nope, nobody, none, neither team has ever dropped fifty against the other team. So none of us have ever seen that. Let alone fifty. And, let alone yeah. dropping fifty yes. and then holding them to ten. Like, bro, it was a domination. I mean. Yeah, it, it, they were clicking on all facets. Our boy Borregales, man, just killing it. You know, making yeah, all shout the out cake. to Jose, man. Shout out to Jose. Um, and what I love is that every every single person affiliated with the with the Hurricanes and and any broadcast was saying oh, that this is what we needed last season. Like yeah. each and every one of them, bro. Now, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I heard that. Every single yeah. one said that. Yeah. It, it, and it's just one of those things, man. I Saturday was a great night, sitting back watching mm-hmm. it. Um, I know, obviously, I'm a I'm a Panther. I'm a big FIU fan, but 
I grew up before I ever stepped foot at FIU or anything. I grew up next to the Orange Bowl. I grew up letting people park by my house. I was a, I was a Canes fan first. And I'm always going to have some love for the Canes. And to, to yeah. watch that, um, having been at FSU games that we've lost, having been at FSU games that we won, I was at the wide right game. I mean, at the wide left game in 2003, I believe it was, or two, one, sorry. Yeah, 2003. Yeah, 2003. Um, and, you know, and, and a few years ago, um, you know, being underneath the goalposts when when we shanked the extra point and, and lost FSU, um, you know, I've seen both both sides of it. Just sit back and watch a dominating performance from the opening kickoff to, to the last second of the game was just, bro, it was so good, man. Like, I, I it just, it, it, it made all of my, my insides feel nice, man. Yeah. And, and the city needed it. The team needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a rough couple of seasons for them. And everything is better when the Canes are clicking. You know what I mean? When the Canes are clicking. Yeah, when they're relevant, when they're playing well, it's better mm-hmm. for everybody. College football needs it. Um, Derek King, man, wow, bro. He 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 put it up, bro. He was throwing the ball, his poise, his control of the offense, everything. I, I all mm-hmm. across the board, it was just checking off all the boxes. Now, that was Saturday. Big test now, man. Clemson's no joke. Uh yeah. we're going yeah. to Death Valley. Thankfully, no Top fans. 10 matchup, man. Top ten matchup. Yeah, top ten matchup. Um, hopefully, I don't know if there's going to be fans there or not. I don't know what the the seating capacity is going to be for this weekend, or, but whatever the case is, it's not going to be a you know a raucous. For I don't know how many thousands of people go there. Um, did you, TD? Did you ever play at Clemson? At Clemson, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm obviously uh, pro Kane here, but I think bro, one they have a really cool tradition when they come up from the hill. Come down the hill, yeah. We come down the hill. They touch the rock and they come down the hill like a rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they 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 actually hop in a bus and then the the bus drives them around the stadium, drops them off at the top. They get off and then they 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 come down. That's a really fucking cool, like not as cool as the smoke, you know. You know what, Edwin? You know what? We we have our we have our own rock and his name is Dwayne Johnson. Okay, I don't want to be hearing about that Clemson. Yes, exactly. He's a human. He's a human being. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You give Clemson too much love. I'm not giving him love. I'm just saying that's kind of cool. <laughs> right, you know. Um, so, uh, so what? What? I think we got a shot. I think we got a legit shot on Saturday. Um, it's another primetime game, like our third mm-hmm. in a row at 7:30 p.m. Yeah. or eight o'clock. Uh, are we getting a college game day again? What's well, it's, it's up? Clemson. What? Yeah, we're going to get. Yeah, we're going. We're going to get college game day. We're going to have college game day three. Weeks in a row, and I don't think yeah, that's yeah, ever yeah. been done. The game got it again, right? Oh, the game got it. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, of course, of course. Yeah. Oh man, uh, oh. Howard's Rock, <laughs> the Rock greater than Howard's Rock. Yep. Um, that's right. I dig it. I dig it. But yeah, I think it was. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm still. Um, I'm also. I'm honestly. I'm pleasantly surprised at, at how smooth everything's gone with college football, as far as you know dealing with the pandemic and being able to play. Yeah. Um, same with the NFL, although today there was news about the Titans having multiple mm-hmm. players test positive. Hopefully it's not uh, hopefully it's not Derrick Henry because I got him on my damn fantasy team and, and I'm going to be pretty pissed. <laughs> and the Vikings, yeah, and the Vikings. It's going to be tough, man. Uh, so that was, that was Saturday. It was a great weekend. Like Gus said, you know, we had the, mm-hmm. the Dolphins win on Thursday, Marlins clinching while we were doing the show on Friday. Yeah. Um, then we had the, the the victory Saturday, great NFL action Sunday, um, and then now we're we're in the in the Monday night game. 
the Monday Night Game. That's what I want to yeah. talk a little bit about here. So this is TD to give you a little background. Gus and I almost went to almost threw shit at each other today <laughs> from a safe distance um, because we were arguing about the um, because apparently, all right, before Gus gets in his little says that I'm you know. Hey, I, I didn't bring this up. If you want to talk about it, go ahead, bro. You want to open that can of worms? You brought it up. You brought it you up. Open that so can of worms. Apparently, uh, I wasn't I wasn't accurate enough with my description of a certain play that I thought was an incredible play. There was a play, TD, maybe not to you and obviously not to Gus, but to me, I think it was a top five throw. I thought it was one of the best pass completions I've ever seen a quarterback make. Okay. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you agree. But the throw, the 49 yard touchdown bomb that um that Mahomes threw from the snap, he was rolling to his left, planted his foot, okay, and pivoted and then threw cross body as he had a Baltimore Raven coming up on him. Okay. All right. Threw it crossbody, threw it in far enough, 10 yards behind the defense that his receiver, I think it was Harden, was able to get behind the defense and actually catch it unbothered by any defender. To me, was one of the craziest plays I've ever seen because of the degree of difficulty going one way, throwing it another, putting it far enough that only your receiver can get it while taking a hit from one of the best defenses all at the same time. To me, it was just, I was just like, wow, why are they not like really just blowing this play up? To me, that's what that's what it was. Now, the our 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 fight happened because I apparently I wasn't as accurate when it came to um, how he threw the ball, and Danny was there also. He was ready to break up a fight, um, but we're not going to get into the, the 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 specifics of of that argument because that already happened. That episode of Lemon City Live happened today. It was a little behind the scenes stuff. But did, do you know what play I'm talking about? Have you seen? I know, the I, know, I know exactly what play you're talking about. It, it was two receivers. It was a flood route, but I know exactly what route you're talking about. Yeah. So I don't know what you thought of that play. To me personally, I think that's one of the greatest fucking throws I've ever seen. Just because all the all the no. elements that I'm saying that I, that I saw. The problem with the no. play is that Mahomes made it look so easy because he's so fucking good that I don't think people are gonna appreciate the level of difficulty that that throw has because he makes it look so damn easy. I, I'm going to say this: it's not one of the and two, that, that was designed for it not to say it looked like that, but both were on a hot, like more of it on a level to create confusion of exactly what God he didn't go to. So all Pat did was put it at a location, knowing where the receivers will be at. The, it's a lot of plays I've seen in the NFL that I can't say what's the best play. But I'm not gonna say that when when uh that I saw last year, but probably two years ago where Russell Wilson rolled out and threw a ball to, uh, I think, Stephen Lockett in the back of the end zone where he had literally no space with a ball. And he put that ball on a literally on a dime. Yeah. And how difficult that pass was, rolling out, throwing from your – running to your left, throwing from your right to give it to a short receiver, by the way, that was double coverage. And to make that play, to me, is one of the best plays you could ever see as a quarterback position. Not taking away from uh, Patrick Mahomes, like he makes incredible plays. But I don't think that's the best. That's the best play he has done in his NFL career, especially in the past three years. Maybe, maybe not his best play, but to me personally, I watched that and I was just taken away at, at, at what I saw. To me, it was just it was it was it was schooling everybody on what your what your body is not supposed to be able to do 
that easily. You know what I mean? It was just fascinating. Now, I'll also say that one of the other greatest throws I've ever seen was thrown by Jay Cutler when he was a Denver Bronco. I saw that dude roll out from yes. behind the 50, yes. from yes. behind the 50, rolling to his left. And that yes. one, Gus, I'll be very clear because I've seen that video mm-hmm. multiple times. He was rolling to his left and threw it crossbody running and threw it into the end zone where the guy caught the ball. It was like a 60-yard bomb running the wrong way on like a dime, and he made it look like, well, unbelievable. One of the greatest throws I've ever a seen. A lot of people, a lot of people forgot how dangerous Jay Cutler was in Denver. Cutler, he was yes, he bro. was he was surgical, man. Yeah. After he left Denver, well, he, he just fell off, man. Like I he was I, known I like for having Yeah, he was known for having one of the strongest arms. Oh, and yeah, Cutty, got a cannon, bro. Cuddy Six, yeah. Cuddy Six was nasty, bro. When he wanted to be, he just, when he wanted to be, yeah, he just got that 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 I don't give a fuck face all the time, and yeah. it just it. Sorry, man, that rubs people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, now, I will say this: notice, Edwin, notice Thanks. how I didn't interrupt you when you were describing your Pat Mahomes take. I have to, I have to, I have to give my side of the story now. TD, oh. the so way don't Edwin, talk, Edwin, don't talk, yeah. Edwin. I said the we way, weren't going to talk about the incident. I said I I gave you the specs on the no, play. You're talking, you you're talk talking right now. Okay. You're talking right now. Let you, let you get his window. Yeah, man. Address. You you totally misinterpreted what I said. You well, said, I, yeah. You make it seem like I didn't think it was an incredible play, which I said numerous times. I didn't say it that was an incredible play. It was that. an incredible play. Stop right, talking, right. Edwin. Stop talking. Yeah, for real, bro. Come on, man. Follow the rules. God damn it. So <laughs> all I was arguing with Edwin about was the way that he described the play. Because he makes it seem like Patrick Mahomes ran directly to his left and threw the ball while still running into the end zone, which would have been, yeah, one of the most incredible plays of all time. But that's not what happened. He ran to he ran backwards and slightly to his left and then stopped running, planted his foot and moved the momentum to his front foot, like how you normally throw a football, and threw an incredible fucking bomb to the end zone. That's how that play went down. And that's all yeah. I was arguing with Edwin. Yeah, <laughs> you see, yeah, he left. Yeah, because it's the, it's the truth. It's the truth. You can describe that play exactly how it happened, Gus. Because you can't let... Thank if you. you tell Edwin something like, hey, the pie was delicious, and Edwin said, oh, my God, I had the best pie ever. You know, it had the cream on top of it. It had... <laughs> He over exaggerate something that's so simple, bro. Like, come on, man. That pie was top five. That pie was top five. You guys are not uh, appreciating the how good the Patrick Mahomes pie is, bro. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You guys are are. Uh, I had to get out and scream at you so you guys couldn't hear it because you were so wrong <laughs> on everything you were saying. That's why I, I, I described it exactly how it happened. And I still said that it's an incredible fucking okay. pass yeah, that yeah. a lot of NFL quarterbacks can't make. I'm not going to discuss what happened earlier today because that's what I said. I'm not here to discuss that. But I will say this since you brought it up. I did not say what Gus said. I didn't say that he went back there through this and was all this up. I said he was going to his side. And threw it cross mm-hmm. body, but Gus was apparently upset because I didn't say that he planted his pivot foot, and I didn't recall the details to the exact specifications of the throw. Still, irregardless, like uh, if you're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, you got to talk about the specifics, man. If you talk about Patrick Mahomes, you have to talk about the specifics all the time. Eh, well, I thought this the, the 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 all the elements of the play were were sick, and and again, let's let's not lose sight of the fact that Patrick Mahomes came in there yesterday. And basically flexed his Tom Brady muscle on Peyton Manning yesterday because Lamar Jackson, it's yes. it's starting to look more yes. and more like Brady. 
and and Manning. You know what I mean? Where Brady was just oh, taking yeah. all the cookies. Brady and Manning, yes. All the cookies at the beginning until Manning figured out how to beat him. And the worst part, I think, and what's really – I don't know how – how did you guys feel about it? But Lamar Jackson afterwards came out and said um, the Chiefs are kryptonite. How do you feel about admitting yeah. something like that to the public and what do you think it, uh, it it does to people? Hey, bro. Hey, Pedro Martinez said it best. The Yankees are my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But eventually, it is what it is. Yeah. eventually Pedro got his, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's that great. I think Lamar Jackson is that great. The Chiefs are not going to be, from top to bottom, a, a great team for the, the entirety of of uh, Patrick Mahomes' existence. Eventually, you know, they're going to have a bad defense you don't know or that. something. You don't know that. You don't know that. I, I, you don't know yeah, that you're right. You're right. I don't know that. It's, it, that could very well happen. But, you know, even Manning beat Brady sometimes. You know what I mean? But Brady just got the, the, the best of it. Yeah, Brady you got know what I mean? It took him a while. Yeah. But the point is you're trying to say is that, that Patrick Mahomes can't monopolize that vision in the NFL for the next 15 years. You know, technically, Peyton Manning only had one good year against uh, when they came against Tom Brady. And we had to come back by 20 points because the Patriots actually had the lead the year we went to the Super Bowl. And we had to come back from 20. So that could have been another uh, situation that Peyton lose against uh, Tom Brady. So if you think about that, if you if, if that actually happened, then Tom Brady would have basically mollywhopped uh, uh, Peyton Manning his entire career at the Indianapolis Colts. And the only time that he was able to get over it was when he was with the Denver Broncos. So, yeah. you know, this could happen because Patrick Mahomes is really that damn good, bro. He is. Like, yeah, he's he really sure that is. damn good. He can, he can minimize, he can minimize the, the, uh, the spectacular way that Lamar Jackson is when they meet up. That's his kryptonite, and he has to find a way, or really not Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens have to find a way to minimize yeah. Patrick Mahomes because it's not, it's not going to be a Lamar versus – uh, Holmes, this is gonna be the defense of the Baltimore Ravens versus yeah. Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but what's uh, what's the what is it? Uh, the best offense is a good defense, you know, and I think it's and vice versa yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But no, yeah. I, I agree. I, my my big take though is Patrick Mahomes looked like he was almost bored last night. Like it just looked so easy for the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Lamar Jackson, although his legs were working well yesterday, he was running the ball nice. When it counted, it didn't, you know, he wasn't completing the passes. He had less than 100 yards passing on the night. And you're a guy who's unfortunately um, always fighting the stigma of, oh, you know, even at this point, even after winning mm-hmm. an MVP, you're still going to have doubters. You're still going to have people say, oh, you know, he's not that good of a quarterback or, oh, it was a, it was a one-year shtick. People know, you know, how to beat him now. You're going to be fighting that. And it's it, it's it's your burden to carry, and he's doing a great job at it. But when you – you know, you show up and you 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 put on that kind of performance on a big stage like Monday night. It's tough, you know. I still think he's going to regroup just fine. I still think he's going to come back. But he, he took an L last night, and he took it in the face. And I, I expect to see him come back and, and do well and continue to do well and have a great season. But last night, mm-hmm. big stage, wanted to see it, and it was all Mahomes, but man. Let's yeah. give credit. But let's give credit. Let's give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs defense because it was – all Lamar Jackson playing bad. The yeah. Kansas City Chiefs had a great game plan for him. They didn't overcommit to the pass rush. You can notice when they got out up front, they stopped at a particular point and let the middle rush uh, press in 
So they never gave Lamar Jackson a window to cut through the defense or outrun uh, outrun. So give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs defense and not and he still did Lamar though. Jackson because they they had they stayed with the game plan. Yeah. No, yeah, he sure. still did, yeah. but they, the, the chief the, the the Ravens stayed to the game plan. It's just that the Chiefs just had a better game plan. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately for for Lamar Jackson, his style of play that he's great at doesn't promote like running up the score the way that Pat Mahomes does. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, yes. pro, it promote his style of play promotes you know dominating ball possession and stuff like that. But if like you said, if if the Kansas City Chiefs have a good game plan going in and they're stopping him. You know, more often than not, that that's what's just gonna happen. He still put up twenty points, which is, which is amazing. Well, one of, them, one of them was a kick return. One of them was a kick return. Man, it wasn't a good showing for Lamar. It was a bad night. He's gonna, he went, he's hoping to forget everything. Yeah. Um, and that, it is. You're gonna have those, bro. We're gonna have mm-hmm. those. We have bad shows, you know, where Gus, you know, says a bunch of crap and it doesn't work out for us. You know, I haven't had a bad show like oh, that well, before. But it happens. Okay. You know? Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, hey, d- hey, listen. The debate is on. I want to see Joe Biden talk, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're rolling out now. We're rolling out. <laughs> I did want to leave one last point, um, which I thought was a really telling stat, and I didn't know about it, but uh, Lamar Jackson and, as quarterback of the Ravens is what Owen six now. Whenever the team is trailing uh, 10 points or more, yeah, that's a big stat, man. And you know, Mahomes, you want to be a Mahomes, you want to be one of these guys, man. You got to win those games where you're down, you got to face adversity, you got to be able to rally your team to a victory, you got to be able to do those things. I mean, uh, Mahomes was down to uh, San Diego, uh, Los Angeles, the the, the Chargers last week, came back, won it in overtime. You know, we've obviously seen what he did in the Super Bowl, being down, uh, was it like twenty points in the third yeah. quarter, some shit like that. Came back. You gotta, you gotta put those things together and have that complete game. And he hasn't had that yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Lamar. I like him. I like him. But that was a very telling stat for him and the whole Ravens. I mean, it's you know, a team. One thing, they gotta yeah. step it up, man. You can't go down and just give up like that. You ever seen the movie Goal about uh, this Mexican kid from Los Angeles? I guess discovered playing soccer in a park, and then he goes I, on I've to the castle. Yeah. I've heard uh, of it. Right. Anyway, while he's playing for Newcastle, the coach tells him, because all he's doing is dribbling and dribbling and dribbling, the coach tells him, yo, the ball moves faster if you pass it. Mm, you you know what I mean? And I yeah. think that's a great analogy to what Lamar is going through right now. Appreciate it, C-Dub. Love you, brother. Um, I think we're going to go with Iris here. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Kelly. Uh, Kelly Blanca for joining us, man. She was great. Go check out LemonCityLife.com. Check out yes. the Chris Sponer shirt, bro. What's up? Yes. We got some new swag. We got the Bam God shirt out, man. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. time for the finals. You know, get your swag ready. Heating three. That's right. Um, we got we'll be the- covering the Dolphins game this weekend, too. So Gus, look out for that. Gus is going to be over at, mm-hmm. uh, at, at Hard, Rock. Hard Rock. TD's going to be slinging that pelota, winning uh, some highlight. That's um, right. Yeah, <laughs> with TD on the team when Manny came back against Tampa. Um no, that was no. the year before. That was like 2003, right? I think you were still on the Canes. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that game. Kelly was great, Iris. Thank you so much. Again, thank you all guys for, for commenting. Uh, we love you. Kick back, relax, enjoy the debate, and we'll see you on Friday. Have a great night, everybody. Peace. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go.
coming to you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.